Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And we are so excited to continue our little little jaunt down audiobook lane. I feel strange calling any of these like full series because if you've been listening since the beginning, we have for sure done that done that. And I feel like, you know, it's a little bit more casual now. But we're just fo- we're focusing in on audiobooks. So today we are going to be sharing our audiobook TBR or TBL but until we get to that how are you doing today Ash? I'm doing so well. Phoebe and I just spent an hour before we recorded per usual in which I was salivating over uh, Pinterest photos of an actor so like truly things couldn't get any better and if for some reason I just stopped talking in the middle of this podcast episode you can probably guess that I have resumed looking at the photos. Yeah, every time Ashley gets silent, I'm like, are you looking at the photo again? <laughs> I just, gosh. The I actor mean, is what? Nico Tortorella, for anybody who is curious. And they, I'm currently re-watching Younger, which I have said this on Instagram, show hasn't aged too well. It's uh, it's on Hulu, if you're interested. It takes place at a publishing house. So I was describing this character to Ashley because They're I They're thought... so hot. I literally can't <laughs> stop thinking about it. I really... Very just... Like they they've it's the whole they're the whole package. It's the whole, the package. whole vibe. Like I was yeah. saying, I'm not trying to be like Megan Fox, but I do feel like I who says that she manifested Machine Gun Kelly, I feel like if I could have molded my type, it would be this person. And you haven't even heard them speak yet, which is the best part. No. But everything you just told me, like just I, anyways when we get to our pitch episode on audiobooks i will be reiterating how much i enjoy uh why choose books and reading with them and now i just found out that nico is also polyamorous so you know it's just like they will be cast in some fan cast in some book at some point on my behalf watch this space (laughs) yeah maybe multiple books like, you'll get sick. I'll be like, uh... The beauty of an actor. They can do multiple things. Anyways, audiobooks. That's the uh, very opposite of audiobooks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask what you are currently reading. Oh, what am I currently reading? I just finished The Bully. I think last time we talked, I'm the slowest reader slash listener ever. So most of the time when you ask me this, it's like the same book that I... <laughs> That I was like last week, but I um I just finished. Which is also funny because we used to record episodes like so far in advance because of our schedules, and now we've like settled into like a once a week recording routine. So <laughs> even yeah, like, I'm sometimes like, am I going to be done with a book? <laughs> but I I feel like I did. What what else? I, uh, you were still reading Coach it. the last time. Oh, I finished Coach. Yeah, that's I'm reading The Bully, which is the that's the third book in the Kingmaker series. We just finished that one. And it was good. I really like what she does with that series is each one is like a standalone couple, but there's always and Devney does this as well too. There's like always like a little tiny kernel that like preps you for what the next book is Mm -hmm. either be it like introducing like a character in the last chapter or a pov in the last chapter or something along those lines 
um, or there's like an undercurrent of like a, a mystery or something. So Sophie kind of does that too in this series where there's like, there were like a couple chapters where there's a spy that Ooh. gets a POV and you don't know, like I, I don't know who the identity of the spy is and I don't know like who was speaking those chapters or whatever and so i think that like set, well the next book is called the spy so <laughs> pretty sure it's going to be about that um but no it was really it was really good and this was definitely like of all the books i've read maybe the spiciest Ooh, maybe they still they, they're around like a three i guess for me but because i listen to them i don't know if you have this but when i listen to audiobooks sometimes i feel like i rate the spice actually lower than if I'm physically reading it, I don't know why. I think it hits different. I think that yeah. you, I, um, you kind of absorb it differently. Like, like sometimes when I'm listening on an uh, to a spicy scene in an audiobook, I almost like don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Whereas, like when I'm reading, I feel like I, don't, I just feel like you feel the build up a little bit more when you're reading with your eyes. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, but I think that this one. Is. Like there, I I would say like there are some books that I would say please not please don't obviously do whatever you need to do but um I would not recommend necessarily on audio because they're just like too spicy like New Camelot I would not recommend on audio oh I read that on audio and it <laughs> made my tummy hurt <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would not recommend that on audio I think that's an eyeball read um for sure but um. It was I like, that- I couldn't stop listening to it, though, but I didn't. I was like, I I, I needed, like, this separ- mental separation of reading it with my eyes, but I, like, yeah, um, I couldn't help it. Well, what's so funny is, I think Logan, yeah, Logan told me this, um, the narrator for American Queen, the Greer's voice, is the same narrator for Fee, in Funny Feelings, audiobook. Get a girl who can do both. Like, could you talk two different <laughs> polar opposites? But that Career is the beauty of acting. Yes, yes. Tell us more. Do you guys know, I, I was, no, I'm not going to do this to everybody. I was just thinking about how we've said numerous times about how much I love your voice. That's so creepy. I should, like, find a different way to phrase no, that. No, compliment me more. Anyways, I just like this is this the podcast is really just like Phoebe's really long audition to for everybody to hear how good her voice sounds. Um, I want to do audiobook context. narration so bad. Anyway, what are you currently reading, Phoebe? So I just finished my audiobook, um, Gigi Listening. Gigi Ooh, how comma was that? listening. Super cute. I thought it was Julia Whalen <laughs> narrating it. Almost are you okay? Yes. Um, it was super cute. I thought it was Julia Whalen narrating it at first, but it's not. And then I had to like, oh, yeah, I, I don't, their voices sounded very similar. So I, like, I almost, it's narrated by, um, Natalie Nautis, but I literally, um, like, I almost DM'd Julia Whalen being like, listening to you right now, love your work. And then I was like, wait a second, (laughs) double check. And so, like, there are a couple books out there in the wild that I definitely thought were Julia Willen, but I'm so sorry, Natalie. It, Love your work. What about if it is her and it's just, like, a pen name? 
I looked that up too because I looked at oh. photos because I was like, I wonder. And I, I also think the reason why I was thinking about it was because Julia Whalen's first book, um, My Oxford Year, obviously takes mm. place like in Oxford. And Gigi Listening is about a romance bookstore owner uh, who is like obsessed with this one audiobook narrator and he leads a tour throughout the uh, English and Scottish countryside. So she's like, I'm going to go on this tour and we're going to fall in love. We're destined to be together. And the reason that you come to find out of why she is like quite infatuated with him and his vo- his vocal performance on this one audiobook is like very sweet. It does deal with grief a little bit. Um, it was super cute. I don't think that I would have liked to eyeball read it though. So it feels it feels like this book was meant to be oh like listened to absolutely. And there's so many lot there's like so many characters. So there's like lots of fun accents. Um, and so I just it felt like it reminded me a little bit of my Oxford year. So I think that's why I thought of Julia Whalen, but that would have been really embarrassing for me. So I'm glad I um, checked myself before I wrecked myself. And then <laughs> um, I'm eyeball reading now a physical copy of Romantic Comedy by Curtis oh, Sittenfeld. Yeah, I've heard so many good things. Yeah, it's very unique for the things that she's written before because I've read... I read Eligible, which I loved. That was probably one of the first, like, like true romances I read. Um, and then I've also read Rodham by her, and I read Prep, which is, like, a classic for me. So I'm really enjoying it because it, like, starts in a, like, uh, fictional version of SNL, and uh, Nick is actually headed to SNL as we speak, which is very funny. And I'm started. I started on my Kindle, um, "The Nanny" by Lana Ferguson. Have oh my you- god! Stop! I literally just so we're talking about our audiobook TVRs, and that's one that I've just added. Oh well, this one. I think if you liked "The Roommate" by Rosie Dannon, I think you'll like this as well because. It's, the premise sounds so good. Yeah, Sorry. it's like you, sing. You oh no, it. <laughs> it, it's so fine. I'm glad that it's on your radar because I kept getting emails from Berkeley being like, because they sent me a physical copy too, and I, they were like, "The steamiest book of the year." I'm like, whenever a traditional publisher says publisher says that, I'm like, that's not true, but maybe. Um, and <laughs> it's a single dad romance, and the nanny, the girl in it is an OnlyFans star and yeah he's a subscriber I love that there's nothing that is more like that is like just yeah so between in. so if you liked that and if you liked The Roommate and if you read um A Merry Little Meat Cute by Sierra Simone and Julie Murphy like also sort of a similar was there premise. an OnlyFans element there? Yeah. Something similar? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't love that book. It was, like, fine. The female main character in A Merry Little Meet Cute has, like, basically the equivalent of an OnlyFans, and she gets hired to do a, like, Hallmark-style Christmas movie, so she has to, like, mm-hmm. keep that, like, on the down low. But then the guy who's cast opposite her, who is a former, like, boy band star... 
is a is a subscriber of hers and so like they like he's so obsessed with that yeah it's like (laughs) it feels like very like something that could happen today i suppose because everybody has a life online i mean i don't have that kind of life online but (laughs) next audition (laughs) no oh my god my dad would (laughs) if audiobooks don't work out (laughs) no my dad would be so upset (laughs) um i am still currently reading i'm like i never finished books but this book is like 800 pages that may not be accurate but it is very long um for the fans by nyla k which is to <laughs> if, i don't know i don't think you've ever read a nyla k book but they're like about as taboo as you can get this one is two <laughs> two step siblings oh my <laughs> who uh create an only fans um but it's actually so i've read other of her books and this one is just very it's like very emotional no it, it talks it's coming it talks a lot about like anxiety and um coming to terms with like your sexuality and and trying to like understand what your sexuality is and like from two different two different perspectives you've got one character who's like yeah I think I'm bi and like just like kind of like chill about it and then you've got another character who feels like he's just like deeply deeply uncertain of what his future will look like kind of thing and it's and and he's raised in like a catholic home and and there's i haven't finished i don't know but i know that there's build up to some sort of like reveal of like big trauma in that way and like it's just it is very it is not like the other books that i read by her which touch on taboo themes but like don't get very deep in some ways like this feels like it's getting deep you know, like, mm-hmm. and not that any of what I just said is the taboo element, the taboo element is that they're step siblings. Um, but like the, just the idea of like, I don't know, it's just like, it's very, there's like a, a few like quotes that I've under, underlined that I'm like, oh my God, this is like really beautifully said. So that's why anyways. you can't always judge a trope or you can't always judge dark romance or whatever. Cause that, yeah, there, there are deeper things in there. You know, like, um, imagine I get like a quote on like my body that's like some beautiful like lyric and you're like oh my god where'd you get that from and I'm like just this little step sibling romance <laughs> let's talk about our audiobook tbrs or our tbls to be listened to so when you first said that I was like what is a tbl <laughs> I literally made that up in the sh- when I was like typing out the 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 outline title thing whatever I was like huh to be to be to be listened to I'm sure somebody else has, it's not that original, so I'm sure somebody else has coined it before, but I've never heard it before April 13th, 2023. So, what, uh, I'm very, I'm actually, this is perfect because tomorrow morning I'm leaving to do one of my very long road trips to Connecticut, so I have two audiobooks picked out. And potentially a third. And I think I know if I tell you the third, you're going to make me read it. Oh, my God. Can't wait. Can't (laughs) wait to get to that part of the episode where I peer pressure you. All right. So should we go one at a time? Yeah, let's do one at a time. Start with the one that 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 you're going to read because I told you to. (laughs) Okay. Well, for sure the one that you told me to and uh, Amber as well. I downloaded The Neighbor Favor by Christina Forrest. And I'm very excited about it. 
And uh, I actually don't really know. Like, I could not tell you the synopsis off the top of my head because I just... Like, I'll tell took, you. I took your, your word for it and Amber's word for it. The synopsis is she... It's really good on audio. Um, she is... A, she works in publishing and like children's publishing and she like comes across this um or no non-fiction publishing she wants to work in ch- children's pub- publishing and she comes across this like book when she's working I think as a bookseller that's like a either middle grade or um young adult fantasy novel and she like loves it so great I think it was like almost like indie published or like very a very small press and so like there's not like a lot of information on it or like no notoriety or whatever anything like that and so she um finds a website for the author and they like start like a little like pen pal situation and she thinks he like lives in the UK because he says he lives in the UK on his bio and whatever and then um like things develop and like they like have like real feelings for each other and so they like meet up or they arrange to like meet up and then he ghosts her and then fast fast forward a few months later she's just like in the elevator with her like hot new neighbor and she's like oh my god like he's so hot and then they start developing a friendship and then he realizes that she she is who like she's the girl that he had been talking he's the author spoiler and it's not really a spoiler that's like the premise <laughs> and uh he's the author and so she, he realizes way before she does and so Ooh. that's like the setup that's like the setup for the whole book it's like it's like kind of it's like um it's like, honestly the first book i've ever read with the hidden identity trope oh so oh, i'm like, excited you know, I mean, like she doesn't know who he is but anyways i'm not sure if i'm so. gonna listen to that one first or on the way home so we'll see but what is what is it what's first on your list okay well first of all I'm gonna like do my like immediate TBR but just to acknowledge the fact that the last time there was this huge sale on audiobooks I bought like I don't know a lot 30 30 audiobooks they were all like 99 cents or like 2.99 I was like I cannot pass this up um so I have now like every Lucy score book on audio, um, a ton of, I, I downloaded this whole like Claire Kinsley series. Um, anyways, but on my immediate TBR and I'm counting this because I am still like only 25% through the first book, but the Fisherman series, that duet that mm. I'm reading, mm-hmm. I am alternating between audio and physical because like the emotions that I have so far in the book, it's like one of those things where you like, I need to have the surround sound experience. Like Mm -hmm. I am just, I need to see it with my eyes so that I can like tab it or highlight it immediately. But I like really love the narrators and I think it's doing like a fantastic job on, um, or narrator. I think it's doing a fantastic job on audio as well. So um, I'll finish the first book and then I'll move on to the second one and I'll probably be crying. Um, so that's like my first one. Oh, very exciting. Okay. Next one on my list is the fiance farce by Alexandria Bellafleur. Oh my God. You're just taking all of mine. Wait, for re- well, cause they're, that's a Libro one. 
I know. That was one of the ones that I for sure down. Well, then, if this is on both of our lists, we can both talk about it. Yeah. It's by Alexandria Bellafleur, and I downloaded this for my drive as well because it's fake dating, and fake dating is just like my it's an elite trope i love fake dating and some people say they don't like it because it feels too unrealistic and i so then why would you not want to read a book about it or watch a movie about it like i don't want to sit there the whole time and be like that could never happen in real life i just want to be like sucked into the story also the names in this book are so good it's about tansy and Gemma, and so tansy's family has a bookstore and um but she doesn't she like and it's like the greatest love of her life um but she doesn't like like any like romance it's like in the synopsis it says when it comes to actual romance tansy can't get past the first chapter and um she is tired of people asking about her love life so she invents a fake girlfriend um named Gemma who is a cover model on a best-selling book and then it turns Mm. out that Gemma is the um like heiress to a giant publishing empire but in order to inherit her uh inherit the empire and inherit her um inheritance (laughs) her financial Mm -hmm. inheritance she has to be married so when she finds out that Tansy has been pretending to date her for a long time, she or for like a couple months, she takes the uh, takes it one step further and says that they're engaged. So they're both like trying they're using each other for their families, but then obviously we know um, some real sparks fly. Yeah, I I just like have you I read have... any of her books? No, but that other series, the um, the written in the stars. Yeah, I love those books. Yeah, I have them. Like, oh my gosh, I think it was, was it Sydney? Maybe that first posted about those that I saw, and I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds so good. They're I don't know, so but I bought the good. whole series. I bought the whole series. Yeah, I am very excited. But when I saw that this was on audio, I was like, this would be a perfect, like, good. And also, like, I just feel like I haven't read anything like this in a while. It just feels like it will scratch, like, an itch. Yeah. You know? I mean, Alexandria Bellaflirt, in my opinion, does fake dating very, very well. Because I think two of those written in the stars series books have fake dating in them yeah definitely the first Mm -hmm. one does and so good i'm really excited yeah you'll probably get to it before me so you need to like keep me updated well i think i'm gonna it'll it'll depend it's unsped up it's 12 hours or it's almost 13 hours i'm looking at it right now yeah so i'll have to see but and i listen at like 1.75 to 2 time speed so i just like i like the accomplishment of listening to a whole book on the drive <laughs> yeah yeah i love it i did what did i do the last full book i read on audio like i listened to on my a drive was the lucky heart by Daphne perry which is like a such a good one because that's like oh, one of the best yeah. ones in the series mm-hmm. so it was such a good little good little drive okay my next one is the Witch and the Vampire by Francesca Flores. 
Have you? I know nothing about this. Anything about this? Oh my god! So it is. I haven't. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, but I read the description and I was like, yes, immediately yes. I think it is sapphic fantasy with like friends to lovers. I think. Um, and it sounds like I just. It just sounds like such a like fun fantasy and the cover is so pretty so yeah okay so i'm gonna read the description because i'm not very good at like coming up with descriptions on my own so here we go okay ava and k i think it's k used to be best friends until one night two years ago when vampires broke in through a magical barrier protecting their town and in the ensuing attack k's mother was killed and ava was turned into a vampire since then ava has been trapped in her house her mother eugenia needs her Ava still has her witch powers, and Eugenia must take them in order to hide that she's a vampire as well. Desperate to escape her confinement and stop her mother's plans to destroy the town, Ava must break out, flee to the forest, and seek help from the vampires who live there. When there is another attack, she sees her opportunity and escapes. Kay, now at the end of her training as a flame witch, is ready to fulfill her duty of killing any vampire that threatens the town, including Ava. On the night that Ava escapes, Kay follows her and convinces her to travel together into the forest while secretly planning to turn her in. Ava agrees, hoping to rekindle their old friendship and romantic feelings she started to have for Kay before that terrible night. But with monstrous trees that devour humans whole, vampires who attack from above, and Ava's stepfather tracking her, the woods are full of danger. As they travel deeper into the forest, Kay questions everything she thought she knew. The two are each other's greatest threat and also their only hope if they want to make it through the forest unscathed. Doesn't that sound like so, like, intriguing, fun, adventurous? Like, I don't know. It's like, it's like friends to enemies to lovers to, I don't know. I just like, yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds really fun. I've like not been in a fantasy mood in forever. I'm like I'm crawling into the. Oh, I just finished that um, Karina Halle book. Yeah, uh, and I was like, yes, I'm now back into this. Like, I'm into the fantasy romance. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, uh, yes, fantasy obviously. on its own. Magic systems with no spice. Yes, are you kidding? I'm, <laughs> yes, I we are who we are. <laughs> so this is the book where this was like totally not on my immediate tbl i was not gonna listen to it i was going to eyeball read it but then i remembered i have these two car rides and then i have to do it again next weekend so coach by devney perry (laughs) (laughs) it's fantastic on audio i believe you i just was like oh but i had my two books picked out and now i have this wild card third one yeah, yeah, but that that would be, like, very different from your other one. So, like, I feel like it's a good one to throw in because mm-hmm. then you could, like, you wouldn't get them confused. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just, oh, my gosh, so good, though. Okay. So, well, I'm, like, leaning towards that because I just have been, like, um. She is. Okay. So, Miss Devney, let me just give you a little, let me just, let me just tell you something that happens. So, not, like, plot-wise. So I recommended Indigo Ridge to my mother because I read that one and it is mostly closed door. And like the whole beginning of the book, 
It's closed door. I actually am still uh, angry that we don't get the very first scene with Griffin and her. But anyways, um, so it's like mostly closed door. There's like maybe like one or two spicy scenes in the whole book. And so I'm like, this is the safe. This is a safe series to recommend to my mother to read. So I'm like, yeah, mom, like you should read Indigo Ridge. You'll really like it. There's like a little mystery and a romance. So cute. Whatever. Okay. Then uh, the next book comes out, Juniper Hill. And it, it gets a little spicier. And I'm like, okay, it's, we're still, we're still okay. We're still okay. My mom reads Juniper Hill. She's like, Ashley, wow. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> she not, read American Queen. I know. I was like, it's not American Queen, okay? <laughs> and then, and then we get uh, Garnet Flats, which like kind of, kind of takes it up a little bit more. And then Mr. Jasper Vale comes up around and I'm like, Devney. We're going from a one on the spice scale. We are now at the three. We are we are firmly in three territory. And there's something, there's a couple things that happen in Jasper Vale that I'm like, oh, okay, we are going there. And then you know who who also does those things? Ford. Ford Ellis. The coach. Mm-hmm. In coach. So anyways, um, circa around chapter like 22, just send me a text. Okay, because the thing that like totally convinced me was that Devney shared a real or a TikTok or something of it's that trend where you're like, I want you so bad to kiss that one. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ooh, just thinking, thinking, thinking about you with that little kid walking side to side. So where it says, you know, like Millie being like, we have to like keep it a secret. And for it's like, yeah, 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 we're a secret, we're a secret. And then he accidentally calls her baby in front of the entire football it's, team. <laughs> honestly, the best. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, you know how I feel about baby. Yes. As a nickname. So, like, sometimes I love Devney so much that I will excuse if she uses a nickname that I don't love. But when she uses a nickname that I love, I, I I can't be controlled. I can't be responsible for my own actions. Like, every single time. I will never forget in Tin Queen. Have you listened to that series? No, I've only read the one that starts with the Coppersmith Farmhouse. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, in Clifton Forge, the very last book is my favorite one, Tin Queen. It's about a lawyer. And Jason Clark is the narrator in that book. And I, like, on repeat in my head is him saying, hey, baby. Like, it is so, oh, my God. It's so good. Anyways, Teddy Hamilton narrates Coach, and he also does great babies as well. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm, like, leaning towards listening to that one tomorrow because I'm just, like, very excited. But what yeah. – tell me, um, what's the last book on your – Okay. TV the book? last one, we're continuing on the fantasy um, journey, is I was not planning on reading – I was not planning on listening to this on audio. I was going to do it as an eyeball read when it comes out. Um, but then I saw who the narrators are and I was like, uh, just kidding. I will absolutely be doing this on audio. And that is the fourth wing. Have you heard about this? I have. It is like, everybody is saying that it is like going to be like the new, like Akatar. I just feel like that's like always what people say. I know. I know. Or just, it's called fourth wing, not the fourth wing. Um, I know, but like, I don't know. I'm I, feeling good. I mean, I, I believe it. It's Death definitely. Dragons also. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I'm very excited. I so there's that one. Actually, I know you said like last one, but I have one other one. And then, <laughs> um, and then in the same like vein of that. So I'm really excited about that one. And I'm also like salivating to read the serpent book. The Serpent and the Wings of Night is the first book. And this from trusted sources, Phoebe. This actually is what people say. So sorry, I should clarify. I've heard that the fourth wing is going to be like the next new big fantasy series. So that gets me like really excited. And then the serpent and the wings of night is it's a big I think it's going to be like a big series. But the first kind of like what the bridge kingdom did and a couple other like um, and what now Sarah J. Mass is doing with um, with uh, Akatar. It's like there's only certain number of books like about one couple and then there's like more you know in the bigger series so this I'm pretty sure that the first couple is just a duet and the second book just came out on audio so now like the full duet is out on audio and I absolutely will be reading that probably soon that's the one that like from trusted trusted sources have told me they have not been excited about a fantasy or have like felt the feelings about a fantasy since Akatar, like this book is the first one that has done that since Akatar. Oh, all right. So well, that that's intriguing for me. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm very excited to return to these books if we have thoughts on them once we've read them, and sharing how we felt the experience of list, uh, reading them with our ears instead of our eyes. Um, so. I'm really excited. There's so many more audiobooks. I mean, we could go on and on. I just, I love the experience of finding new books to listen to on audio and just like makes, it makes a drive or doing the dishes or laundry or whatever. So much more fun. Exactly. So. All right. Well, if any of these books are on your TBRs or TBLs, let us know. And we look forward to sharing our thoughts on them with you later. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.